rest of that song only was going to play a part of it but i was so close to the end i was like you know what let's just finish this daggone thing i'm sure nobody out there will object to finishing a buffett song on this podcast right and thanks for tuning into the song lines and tan lines podcast with anthony renfro those returning thank you those new to this podcast welcome now let's pull up the anchor and set sail leftovers We all like leftovers, right? I think I heard someone say it. Yep, you said it up there too. Yeah, over here, 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 yeah. Everybody, we all kind of like leftovers, right? I mean, maybe it depends on what kind of leftovers. Yeah, I know, I agree with you over there. Pizza is is a really good leftover. Chinese food, you're right. Chinese food, fish, you're right. That's not a good one. Anyways, we all do like leftovers, depending on what they are. And this episode could sort of be called... The leftover episode, if I wanted to so call it that, but I think the third Key West episode, make it a nice trilogy with the last two I did, that has a better ring to it. This article I am about to share was supposed to be a part of my second Key West episode. You get it? The leftover theme. I didn't do it last week, so I'm doing it this week. It's a leftover. Okay, am I driving that point home too much? Probably am. I was going to do this on my second Key West episode. It was too long, so I cut it out. Don't like my time to go too long on these podcasts. It's a bear to edit them and for you to listen to them if they go too long. But that part of the script was written. So what do I do with it? I asked myself this because I hate to throw out stuff I spent time on. I decided, after a few minutes of thought, to make it part of This episode, my third Key West episode, because there were also a few songs that didn't make it into the other two episodes as well that I wanted to share. So, mix them all together and we get an episode. More on those songs in a moment. But before I get there, let me dive into the article I was going to cover, which is called Jimmy Buffett Looks at 50 Years After His First Key West Gig from Local10.com. Here are a few things I pulled. From the article. It reads Photographer and author Tom Corcoran was with Buffett at the very beginning when the struggling young hippie cast his voice and acoustic guitar loose on Duval Street 
and Mallory Square with a handful of good early tunes like Railroad Lady, which Buffett wrote with Jerry Jeff Walker and The Captain and the Kid. Let's take a pause here for one second. Imagine seeing a young Jimmy Buffett sitting on Mallory Square playing The Captain and the Kid and Railroad Lady acoustically as the sun sets. Oh my goodness, how amazing would that be? All right, back to the article. Corcoran documented Buffett from the start in the early 1970s. His photos as the pair wandered about the keys on gig days and social outings around the world adorned album cover artwork on packages including Havana Daydreaming, Changes in Latitudes, Changes in Attitudes, Son of a Son of a Sailor, You Had to Be There, Record It Live, and Volcano. His images from the Keys years fill video screens to this day at Buffett concerts. And the article moves forward from there to another part of it I wanted to share. It says the pair, Corcoran and Buffett, were in Stanley Cay, an island in the Bahamas, when they came upon what was essentially the only phone on the island inside a little concrete block building. Buffett picked up the phone and called his management Collect. Do you guys remember Collect? I know I do. And jumping just a notch forward in the article, this was the outcome of the phone call. Buffett said, let me call LA, see if I still have a job. That is the exact words. I'm going to call LA and see if I still have a job, Corcoran recalled. They just recorded changes in latitudes at Criteria Studios in November and December 1976, and he got a modest advance from ABC Dunhill at that point. And he wondered if his career was going to go up in smoke after only four albums and now maybe a fifth. And so he pledged, Jimmy Buffett, that advance would go to a sailboat so he could at least sail away from the dock and flip the bird back at the people who decided he wasn't worthy of a career. That changed the day that he found out Margaritaville was number 29 and climbing. That's a funny image. The idea of Jimmy sailing away with a big F.U.? That sounds like me in my youth, man. I was always full of piss and vinegar when I was younger. I've mellowed a lot since then, but I tell you what, there are still times to this day where I feel like throwing the bird at certain things. And the last part of the article is all about how Jimmy hustled his way up the ranks in Key West, and it really helps to show just what kind of business mind he has. The dude knows how to hustle and get what he wants. Case in point, this part of the article. I was the bartender maybe four in the afternoon, Corcoran said. I hadn't seen Murphy or Jerry Jeff Walker for maybe a few months, and they had this sort of struggling young hippie with them, and they introduced him. It was Jimmy Buffett. And you know, nobody, nobody can make out the last name. Jimmy Bumfum. But anyway, I wanted to be the genial host, and I said to Jimmy, what are you drinking? And he kind of got this look in his eyes that said, well, I wonder who's paying. And I read that and I said, first one's free, welcome to Key West. So he ordered a Heineken and we yakked for a while on this and that. And they said, oh, Jimmy's down from Nashville. He's a singer-songwriter too. Oh, cool. So that was my first meeting with Jimmy. Served him his first beer and it was a freebie, which is, I'm sure, one of the reasons he stuck around. A week or two later, Buffett returned to Key West from Coconut Grove 
and had fallen in love with the island. Corcoran said, He came to me in the bar one afternoon. He said, You think I can play for drinks? I made this pretense of going out to talk to the owner, and so I came back and I said, Well, I guess you're good to go. When I went to get him a Heineken, he said, No, I'll take a Crown Royal on the rocks. And so I went, Oh, this guy's going places. And that just kind of shows you that last little blurb, how much of a hustler and how smart of a businessman he is. He knew he had free drinks. Don't give me no Heineken. Give me a Crown Royal. Give me the good stuff, man. It's on the house now. I can drink what I want. So that's just, that's perfect business right there, isn't it? All right, now on to some music. The song that opened the episode is called My Head Hurts, My Feet Stink, and I Don't Love Jesus from Jimmy's masterpiece of an album, Havana Daydreaming. I stumbled into Fausto's Grocery while in Key West on a whim. My wife was looking for some fresh fruit, which is hard to find, but you can find it if you look hard enough for it. And she was like, well, there's this local grocery up here called Fausto's. And I was like, snapped in my brain right there. I was like, oh my goodness. That's from Jimmy Buffett's song, My Head Hurts, My Feet Stink, and I Don't Love Jesus. And that was the way the Key West trip went for me. All this stuff would just be thrown out there. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, oh, I know that song. I know where that came from. Jimmy's mentioned that before. That was really, really cool. My wife didn't really get the coolness of it, but I did. And I love going into Fausto's and just seeing the spot where Jimmy probably walked years and years ago and probably still does to this day, goes in from time to time. And this song, My Head Hurts, My Feet Stink, and I Don't Love Jesus, has been played live 95 times in concert, which I found surprising. I had no idea it had that kind of a live run. Good for it. It's a great song and deserving of multiple concert plays. It was first played live in 1976 and was last played live for the last time in 2020 in Key West at the Margaritaville Cafe. And it looks like Jimmy played a full set in 2020 at the Margaritaville Cafe. 18 songs in all, according to Set List FM. I would have loved to have seen that show. It would have been awesome. Now let me move on to some other songs that almost made my first two Key West episodes. First song, it's called Always Saturday Night by Tom Shepard, and it's a single. It's not attached with any album, as far as I can tell. Here it is. Look around, figured it'd be dead when I got to 
solid tune. I like the sound of it. And here's another song that almost made the cut. It's called Another Day in Paradise by Hugo Durate. I think I got that name right. And you may recognize that name because I featured another song by him in one of my Key West episodes called Key West Heart. I did want to feature two by him, so I picked one instead of the other. But since I'm taking care of leftovers, I thought I should go ahead and play this one. And like the last song I featured by him, Key West Heart, this song can also be found on his album, Another Day in Paradise. I don't know if you do or not, but I just dig this drop rock sound. Fills me with joy, and I love music that just fills me with joy. It's so good. And the last song I'm going to feature will close out the episode, the song that will close out the episode, I should say. The final leftover, the last piece of a scrap, it's called Key West Address by James Slater from his album Key West Address, and it's another solid tune. Or I wouldn't be featuring it, right? So, that's it for Key West. Next week, I'll be diving into some mandolin songs. One might surprise you, or it may not. But before I get to that episode, let me drop anchor here and close out this episode. You can hear my voice talking about music on the Audible Ecstasy podcast. And if you want to support me and this podcast, you can buy one of my books or short stories. Slap a tip down on the bar on my Ko-Fi page or become a Patreon patron and receive early access to new episodes. Check the show notes for all that information. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. And if you do enjoy what I do here, don't forget to rate and review this podcast once you finish the episode. Take care. Thanks for listening and have a great week. And Duval, they are our hustlers and buccaneers. The sound of music is in the air from the street side of balladeers. 
Calypso poets pay their rent, so be generous with the oak tip jar. While up the road, millionaires buy up homes with 10 by 12 foot yards. Me, I keep things simple. I don't make a ripple. Give me a Key West address, a tattoo waitress, and a fish that's bigger than the hole in my net. A good bottle of rum, a fine Cuban cigar, life will take care of the rest. Give me a Key West address. Give me a Key West address. Captain Outrageous and the Mango Doctor, Blowfish Ed and Surfer Jeff. We feed our families with the bounty of the sea. It don't get better than that. <laughs>